Hey, this is Double J, Jeff Jarrett, WWE Hall of Famer, and you're listening to the My One Two Three Cents Podcast. It's my personality to be jittery. It's part of my charm. Wrestling fans, are you ready? It's time for my one, two, three cents of the podcast on the Jittery Monkey Podcasting Network. Give me the hell yeah! Now, here's your host. The man is also a very long, dear, personal friend of mine. Does the guy have a name? Yes, he has a name. Kevin Huntsberger. Woo! Hey friends, welcome to episode 452 of the My One Two Three Cents podcast. I am Kevin Huntsberger, your host, and I want to apologize, I guess, for this episode because it's not exactly what I had originally planned. Um, As you're listening to this, and the show dropped on Sunday, normally it drops on Mondays, I dropped it a day early because um, I am either in route or on the river floating um, as this podcast is is going out on social media on Monday. Um, I did wait to post it on social media till Monday, but some of you, if you've uh, subscribed, which I highly recommend and thank you for doing, um, then you're getting this on Sunday, which is National Ice Cream Day. And that is why I decided to call the Audible in part. Um, as I mentioned in a social media post uh, earlier in the week, uh, this week and next week, two kind of crazy weeks for me personally and professionally. Um, as I mentioned, I am out of town and floating and limited access to uh, my laptop, which I did not even take on this trip. Um, and, you know, Wi-Fi, Internet is is kind of sketchy where we're, we're going or where I'm at um, as I record this on Saturday uh, to prepare for my uh, couple of days of, of vacation. So I'm telling you all this to tell you that uh, for those who submitted questions, and I got several great questions and to the point where I needed to commit a little more time and do a little research to develop some of the answers. Uh, one of them uh, being watching some matches from one of the performers that uh, I was asked about. So I need to uh, do some homework and do some due diligence before I go forward with that podcast. So Ask My 123 Cents will happen next week. If you did not get a question in or if you want to ask another question, fire away. Uh, There is a post on the My 123 Cents Facebook page as well as in the My 123 Cents Facebook group. I think I posted in both places. If I didn't, head on over to the group. I know it's in the group. Um, and join in in the group and, and uh, you know, add to the conversations that are going on over there. Make a post and, and we'll talk about it. But uh, because it is National Ice Cream Day, uh, I'm doing a wrestling under the influence and, and getting a little reminiscent, a little nostalgic over WWF ice cream bars, which... I didn't realize I'd never done a podcast on. I've, I've done some blog posts and, and maybe a YouTube video. I don't know. I don't think I have. But um, we're going to talk all about that in just a couple of minutes. But I do want to remind you about Stride Pro Wrestling. As always, get out there and support indie wrestling no matter where you are, whether it's in Cape Girardeau for Cape Championship Wrestling. Uh, here in Southern Illinois, there's Anna Fight Underground. There is... Um, of course, Stride Pro Wrestling, and then there is uh, uh, IWA 
both IWAU uh, and IWAP. So check out all of those companies. You can search for them on social media. You will find them and have access to them. But, you know, uh, I'm more partial, of course, to Stride just because of the history that I've had there. Uh, get out there and support them, though. It is uh, Stride Pro Wrestling on YouTube. I'm sorry. Yeah, on YouTube, but also on Facebook. And if you want to train to become a professional wrestler, uh, they are still doing some training going on at the Stride Building. Um, it is on Tuesday and Thursday nights from 6.30 to 8.30. So again, check out Stride Pro Wrestling Cinema Message uh, if you are so inclined and interested in doing that. Um, I talked about uh, this being a wrestling under the influence, and it is Ice Cream Day's Mint Chocolate Chip Stout. It is brewed with fresh mint and coconut nibs uh, by Main & Mill Brewing Company, which I've had some of their stuff before and have not been disappointed by them. Um, and full disclosure, this video, there's a video version of this. It's not going into the wrestling side of things. It's just a quick little review of the beer on my TikTok. Uh, but if you're listening to this, you're going to get the more in uh, longer version, if you will. But this is in Festus, Missouri, by the way, uh, Main and Mill, which is close to home for me. It's, it's uh, not far from where I grew up. It's in the same county where I grew up in High Ridge, Missouri in Jefferson County. So Festus, not too very far. Uh, I am going to eventually one of these days make the trip and actually go to Main and Mill and, uh, and hopefully maybe have a beer there. I'm, I'm not sure how the setup is there. I'll definitely look into it and check it out. But um, the pour on this is, is very dark. It is a very dark stout. Um, the aroma for it gives off that hint of, you know, mint and the cocoa nibs as uh, suggested in the name. Um, and I don't know if I mentioned it, this is seven and a half percent alcohol by volume, by the way, as well. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a taste. And as I said in my video, and sometimes when I do a video and then do a review later on the podcast, my opinion slightly changes or something has, you know, I, I've interpreted the the taste differently. I, I don't know exactly how to say that, but I, I don't necessarily feel the same on that first try as I do maybe the second or third. And I'm going to stick with my original review. This is like drinking a glass of ice cream. It is minty. It is fresh. It is, you know, it's, it's not as heavy as a typical stout might be. Um, but again, I don't know that I want to sit around and drink a lot of dark beer uh, in the summertime, but uh, this is really good. I really, really, you know, definitely going to give it a three count, um, which is the best rating that uh, we can give here on a uh, Wrestling Under the Influence review. Um, it's a winner, man. It is, it is, uh, it's just good stuff. And, and again, if, if you're not a fan of the mint um, or of chocolate, then you're not going to like this. So I always tell people, it kind of depends on your taste and, and what you like in beers. Um, I do like the fruitier beers, the sour beers, uh, the uh, stouts that are, you know, chocolate inspired, uh, peanut butter inspired. So uh, definitely putting this one over big time. Again, Main and Mill Brewing Company. I purchased this can actually from the beer saw shop in Sunset Hills, Missouri. And I'm actually going to be back home uh, this weekend, this upcoming weekend. That's part of the reason why I'm trying to get a couple of weeks ahead on, on content for the podcast. Um, so I will 
be swinging by the beer saw shop and, and bringing back some new brews for future under the influence videos and uh, podcast here uh, on the Jittery Monkey Podcasting Network. Um, that being said, you know, I, as I mentioned it, Sunday, July 16th, National Ice Cream Day. Sorry, as I take another sip here. Um, and so I, I thought that's why I decided to kind of call the audible. I, I had the beer already. That was an ice cream inspired beer. It all kind of just worked out this way. So I want to reminisce and talk about the WWF, WWE ice cream bars and the influence that those had even on today's product, you know, 35, 36 years later, we're still talking about ice cream bars in professional wrestling, which is weird. I guess maybe not talking about it as much as we were a year or so ago uh, when CM Punk returned uh, to the ring and, and came to AEW. But uh, I remember as a kid, and I, and I guess uh, here's as good a place as any. Let's let's go back for a quick little uh, run through nostalgia. And in hot weather like this, what else is better than a World Wrestling Federation ice cream bar? Estamos comiendo helado de la superestrella de la WWE. Very good. She knows how to keep cool. I got news for you. Mike McGurk is cool with or without the ice cream bar. Tú ya lo sabes, Miguel. Me como un helado de los superestrellas. Exacto. Yo también con calor o sin calor hago lo mismo. I scream, you scream, we all scream for Superstar Bar, I scream, tough guy. So that was, you know, obviously a bunch of superstars and and commentators putting over the ice cream bars that ran during WWF Superstars at the time, uh, again, in 1987. And, you know, these ice cream bars, it was was a a vanilla ice cream and it had a, a kind of a cookie uh, coating on on top, and then it was a more of a, um, I guess a chocolate crunch type in the back, um, and you know that cookie top part was looked like a vanilla cookie or a you know a lady finger I guess I, I'm not exactly sure, and I, I'm I am uh, working on my memory, but I'm also using the WWE's website to kind of remember some of this as well. But the top of the ice cream bar was imprinted with uh, a variety of WWF, at the time, superstars. Um, and then, of course, there was the vanilla ice cream, and then there was chocolate uh, undercoating, if you will. Um, I only had one of these in my life, and that was only because of the ice cream man. He was coming through my neighborhood back, um, I'm guessing it was 1987, I would have been what, 13, 14 years old? Probably too old to be buying ice cream from the ice cream man, but you know, you only live once. So yeah, the summer of 87, I would have been, I would have been 14, getting ready to go into high school. Um, But I remember it was a junkyard dog ice cream bar. And, you know, they had, like I said, they had a variety of different superstars on it. Um, Hulk Hogan and Strike Force, the Honky Tonk Man, George the Animal Steel, Coco Beware, um, Hillbilly Jim, the list goes on and on and on. 
For whatever reason, though, like I said, distribution, we were not getting them in the grocery stores. We did not, you know, the ice cream man, I guess, was far and few between or, or having those on his truck because it was literally that one time that I got one. And I saved the box for a long time, but I ended up, I wish I still had it, obviously, because I'm a pack rat and I love all that nostalgia and, and whatnot. But that was... Um, you know, my one and only experience with the ice cream bar. And then I guess they came back several times throughout, uh, you know, the early 90s. I don't remember this at all. And of course, I was in college by this time and, you know, probably wasn't paying as close attention. This was before the internet. So you weren't able to go on and, and see these kinds of things. But um, I guess they they came out again, maybe around the Attitude Era, Um but, you know, there were ice cream bars, I guess, that had Bret Hart and Lex Luger on them. Um, and then, uh, of course, we get the, the post-Attitude Era and uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin is on them and uh, John Cena. And, you know, in 20, what was it, 2011? Was it the Summer of Punk 2011 when when he does the pipe bomb and, and talks about the ice cream bars? And that's what kind of renewed the interest in the ice cream bars and I don't think we really got anything as a result of that which would have been a perfect time to do that and again I don't blame WWE for this they obviously have to have a partner in the uh, ice cream game if you will to to make this happen and the original bars um, and I'm looking here and I don't see the company that they were originally working with i think it was called gold bond uh which is kind of interesting because there's talc now or powder that is called gold bond so um but i think that was the original distributor um and i know just a few years ago good humor had introduced a line of i think they were more of um ice cream sandwiches featuring wwf superstars on them or wwe superstars i should say um, Becky Lynch, John Cena, um, Roman Reigns, and I believe, let's see here, the Macho Man, Randy Savage. So they did a, a kind of a throwback and nostalgic kick, if you will. Um, I'm guessing Becky Lynch was on it. She was on the box, but it was Macho Man, Roman Reigns, John Cena, and Becky Lynch. Now, this was a four-pack of, of ice cream bars. And I looked everywhere, and I even actually tweeted to Good Humor. I remember doing this because at the time I was working at a marketing agency, and Good Humor was not really doing very good with their Twitter and, and uh, other social media presence. So I was actually trying to get a client out of this and tweeted at them, and, and they responded and, and gave me a list of places or you know how to search and find the ice cream bars, but they were not anywhere uh, in Southern Illinois. Um, and I looked at Walmart quite often. Every time I went, actually, I, I would look to see uh, if they had them, but uh, never had them. So if you've had uh, one of the more modern day WWE ice cream bars, let me know. Let me know how they were, how, how they taste. And if you had one from back in the 80s, how did it compare? Um, again, I would love to see WWE do that again, that nostalgia kick. Um, and even if it's just a limited time thing. Um, but hopefully if they do that, it, it is a little bit more widely distributed and, and widely available because 
like I said, here in, in Southern Illinois, where we don't get a lot of things, uh, a lot of the times we were missing out on it. And I even actually looked when I was in St. Louis a few times and, and never came across them. So, um, hopefully one day these will come back. I know when CM Punk came to AEW, uh, there was a, a handout of ice cream bars at, uh, were they at Allstate Arena? I, I think they were at Allstate Arena. I'm not 100% sure, but, um, and I don't even remember. I know that there were some folks, uh, some friends of my one, two, three cents that were there that had um, these ice cream bars because they were there in the crowd because it's in Chicago. And of course, uh, I'm located here in Southern Illinois. Uh, so it's not that far of a drive. Um, but I believe uh, the wrapping was uh, featuring CM Punk, but I don't think, and actually I'm on eBay right now to check this out. It's a CM Punk ice cream bar unopened AEW Rampage Chicago, still intact, being kept in a freezer. Um, free for local pickup in the Chicago, Illinois area. They are asking a thousand bucks for this. Um, and then there were some that were selling the wrappers for uh, just a few bucks. Uh, a lot of those have sold. But yeah, it's got uh, CM Punk, uh, you know, his uh, taped fist and the lightning bolt. It's it's CM Punk's logo, basically, on these ice cream bars. It's a CM Punk chocolate-covered vanilla bean ice cream bar. Best in the world. Uh, rich custard-style ice cream infused with Madagascar vanilla bean dipped in our signature chocolate shell. And... Unfortunately, it just says made in Chicago. It doesn't say the company that made these. Um, and I apologize. Oh, wait. If I had a better eyesight here, manufactured in a facility. Oh, now doesn't say the facility's name. But anyway, uh, you know, this was, oh gosh, I said last year. It looks like this was two years ago. This was August of 2020. Uh, I'm sorry, of August of 2021. So I didn't realize it had been that long ago since uh, Punk came back. But uh, yeah, it, you know, that nostalgia. And, and again, I, I feel like CM Punk was a little bit responsible or was very responsible for bringing that interest and that resurgence back. That's what inspired me to write the blog many years ago when, when he kind of did his thing. But again, would love to see... Uh, the ice cream come back, maybe the cereal, the cookies. Um, I have had the WWE ice or uh, chocolate bars. I uh, was able to find some of those at FYE a few years ago. So um, any kind of uh, WWE, AEW, you know, wrestling inspired food, maybe not pasta mania, but uh, maybe, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, I, you know, I just wanted to take a quick little journey down nostalgia and and remember uh those years many years ago 36 years ago when the wwf ice cream bars made their debut and my one and only experience with it the junkyard dog uh who is in that commercial too that you heard or, or it's not really a commercial but that spot that you heard um one of the all-time greats but uh, again friends thank you for tuning in this week thank you for the questions that i will be answering next week i will get to all of them and any more that come in over the next several days i will probably be recording uh next week's episode on thursday uh just because i'm going to be in st louis 
Um, for those of you who have been listening and keeping up, my mom passed away back in June. Um, and uh, this upcoming weekend, we are doing the celebration of life in her memory. And uh, I'm not sure how I'm going to feel uh, the day after, you know, because I normally record on Saturday or Sunday. So we'll see how I'm feeling. But uh, my goal is to get this uh, upcoming episode knocked out on Thursday and, and just uh, have it ready to go then and drop uh, back to the normal schedule of uh, Monday at midnight, uh, you know, Sunday, Sunday night, midnight, you know, depending on your perspective. But yeah, it, it drops late on Sunday into early morning Monday. But again, I appreciate uh, everyone's sharing last week's episode about the toy drive. Uh, it is going on Christmas in July. Drop off uh, toys. Uh, bring them. I, I have talked to the folks that are running Stride nowadays, and uh, I have been given the green light. So if you want to bring toys to Stride shows and drop them off, I will make the effort, not the effort, I will make plans to go and pick those up as well. Uh, I will not be at the August show. I will actually be in Chicago for Lollapalooza. I'm not going to Lollapalooza. My daughter is, but we're going along for the ride. And uh, so I will probably be knocking out an episode early then as well, because we're going to be up there for several days uh, through that weekend. So uh, I'm not sure what I'll be talking about uh, that first week in August, but uh, already working on those plans as well. Uh, Again, thank you so much for listening and for your support. Drop off a toy at Castle Perilous in Carbondale, Illinois. You can Venmo me cash and I will go shopping for toys. Uh, I was at... TJ Maxx in Carbondale, and they had figures there, uh, some of the ones with the rubber arms, uh, for, I believe, $6.99. So not a bad price on those. If you are hitting out to any stores, Five Below, TJ Maxx, Ollie's, uh, those discount areas, those discount stores, they have great figures that kids would love to have uh, one to open up on Christmas morning. So make it happen and uh, make a donation. Again, I appreciate the support. Friends, thank you so much. We will talk again soon. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.